Good morning. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Gotta have some fun, right? How's everybody doing? This is Debbie Diaz Brain Live on the DDRL podcast over here streaming on your favorite platforms, all of them. Spotify, iHeartRadio, Comcast. We also have some new ones coming in. We are on the Radio Republic. Is it Radio Republic? Um, I think it's Radio Public, which was a new one, which is a pretty, pretty badass, badass of a platform. I like it a lot. Um, I do like it a lot. And also on the, there's another one that we just got on to as well. Where did my list go? I was so organized and then I'm not organized. I know, right? Story of my life. The wait, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, Sirius XM, Google Music, which is going away soon in 2024. I got the rumor. The rumor's true. Um, Apple Music is a paid subscription as well. And um, Simplecast, Cast, oh wait, it's CastBox. That's what it is. Overcast, Alexa, Radio Public, Radio Public, that's what it is. Audiogram. So there's, um, there's a lot of networks out there that you can stream along and hear the DDRL Real Raw Rare. That's what it is. Happy Halloween to everybody out there. Today is the day that you can act and dress fake like most people around you. <laughs> I found that kind of funny. It's actually true. I mean, yeah, it should be that everybody asks me, what are you going to be for Halloween? Um, I'm just going to be fake like you. So I'm not going to be you. I'm just going to be what you pursue to be fake. <laughs> just kidding. But that song that you just heard, that Halloween song, is one that I found a long time ago, like years ago. And it's one that I absolutely annoy my boys with every year. I play that one. And it's to a point where I'm pretty sure that they do know the words to it. I mean, I even know the words to it. It's just a just a unique little bonding song of Halloween. You know, when you have like your own little routines and, and whatnot with your family, that's kind of one of our Halloween routines is I annoy them with that song. And it's that hour that I wake up the Gen X. Wait, is it Gen X or Gen Y? It's Gen Y. Gen Y, my Connor, my senior, that is always a bunch of joy to call in the morning. So let's see if he is awake. We'll give him a little phone call because it's always entertaining to hear what he has to say early in the morning. Usually, sometimes he doesn't answer at all because, you know, mom's call is not that important. Wait, let's see here. We got some ringing. If it rings, usually he, he'll hit the button that says, not answering. Oh, he must really be sleeping. And as usual, doesn't answer the phone. Your call has been forwarded to an automated... Typical. Typical. I don't even know why I even bother. I'd say I try to give him the pre-warning calls. I do a text message. I do, wakey, wakey, good morning, time to wake up, rise and shine. And then when I don't get a response from that, then I go into the phone calls and I blow up his phone. And then he finally texts me back. You know, I love it when people, you can, you can call, call them and call them again, call them again. And then they don't answer, but then they can send you a text message right away. It's like, bitch, we know you sitting right by that phone and you're not answering it. Come on now. 
That is such a lazy way of just being lazy and ignoring someone. It's the truth's out. We know you. everybody has a phone near them at all, at all times. And actually, I take cell phone breaks. Believe it or not, you need to take a cell phone break. It's so refreshing not to have a phone near me. And I usually have a couple phones. Actually, right now I have an iPad, two laptops, three microphones, a receiver for my microphone, and two iPhones. Three iPhones, actually. Um, See, a message just went off as I said that. And to take a break from all the electronics in the world is so... I don't even know how to explain it. It's kind of like playing... You're playing a game with the devil in a way because you know that you need to stay near your electronics if you are a affiliated marketer like I am or a, a social media influencer. If you do anything with that relies on technology and Wi-Fi that you need to be attached to electronics in order to get your business, you know, a sale or to make money, you feel like you're losing money if you don't have your electronics near you, even if you're on a family vacation and you have to you getting bitched at or ball busted by the wife or by the husband or by the kids can't you put your phone down just for five minutes and just you know appreciate the time with your family why do you always have to be attached to your phone you're always on your phone it's because when that phone rings that phone means money you know that's how i look at it when you're in, especially when you're in sales i mean i will there's no nine to five eight to five when you're in sales there's a 24 7 365 when you're in sales because when that phone rings ding 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 that to me sounds like money to me because and it is you never know who's gonna be on the other end of that line i mean obviously clarity but it could be your best friend calling you with with a referral that could be the your dream referral and you're gonna miss that call because you're on a family vacation which is understandable but still people on the other and the adverse need to understand that we are in an industry where we rely on those phone calls to make money. So I just look at it that way that whenever the phone rings. But I mean, I do take breaks. Trust me, I do. I shut it off. But then it comes with a, a, it comes with a, a price. Because when you shut it off, I get anxiety. I get anxiety like, oh my gosh, what am I missing out on? I miss, I'm going to get behind. I didn't follow up with this client or this prospect. I'm missing out on a group text that I need to have. They need my input on it. I am going to be behind. And then I have to just realize that Debbie is not the end of the world. You can totally take a break from your electronics for a day. It's not going to kill you. But the brainwashed you know salesperson in me is just telling the other one no we can't we cannot go a day without electronics we must, but, I mean it's true I do get anxiety when I decide to turn my phone back on or something it's 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 a matter of oh my gosh I have so much to get caught up on I'm so far behind just that one day of you know shutting my phone off has totally got me behind. I should have been, never should have done that. I got a million text messages. It gives me anxiety. I have to turn my phone on silent when I turn it back on so I don't hear all the ding, 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 you know, when you turn it back on. Because it's, that, that to me is like, oh my gosh, I missed so much in that amount of time. I don't know, maybe I'm just hard on myself a lot more than I, than others, but I, if you understand what I'm talking about, then you understand the drive and you know the especially if you're self-employed if you're self-employed and you or if you are a commission-only person you definitely are answering that phone no matter what you know that that call is definitely worth your time regardless where you're at so it's just a matter of how everybody deals with things and has their stress levels 
I mean, there's just, I don't think I know anybody who hasn't told me about a stressful situation they're facing or upcoming or, or they're in. And of course, it all, if it's not involving money, it's involving a relationship. Relationships are the second, in my opinion, second number one thing that I've been hearing about lately is everybody's relationships with this person or with that person. And, and the one situation that I have been hearing about or one that is of a controversial and keep in mind I butcher the English language controversial (laughs) topic is the bro code that's right bro in the hoe code and don't take the words out of context and just let you know everybody if this is the first time you're joining in on the WDS Point Live DDRL podcast the things that come out of my mouth are not intentionally intentioned to a specific person or breeds or anything i just say things because it's my freedom of speech and it's my constitutional right to say what i want to say and it doesn't mean i'm being derogatory or i am exactly pointing it towards one person if i am i will let you know and i will speak that out loud and let you know so meanwhile back at the ranch please keep your hands inside the vehicle at all times please wait for the vehicle to come to complete stop before removing your seatbelt so there is the there's the code of ethics when it comes to sexual sexual intimacy versus business partners, right? So we, I mean, in the cardinal rules of all cardinal cardinal man, speech impediment here, cardinal rules. There isn't, there shouldn't be a mixture, right? We all know you shouldn't mix business with pleasure, pleasure with business, because why? Because it ends up with fuckery, fucks. You end up messing up a relationship that's supposed to be professional and is supposed to stay in the professional lane and not damper over even though temptation exists, right? We all probably have experienced that or going through it or you have done it. So what happens in that world when I am approached in those situations, believe it or not, I have and I do get proposals in that department a lot and this is how I handle it. I let the opposite person know, look, Actually, sometimes I say it up front before anything even is insinuated. I just let people know, look, I don't mix those two together because A, it's not good for business. And B, I will not have any, I will lose like all my, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not trust. Oh, I mean trust too. Um, Not loyalty. What's the other word I'm looking for? Respect. There. Respect. I will lose respect for you because I'm looking at you as a business partner or a business associate colleague whatever you want to call it in a sort of you know whatever project I'm working on and if I cross over that line I then put you in a different department I put you in in my mind I put you in a in a department of not 100% serious respect because now you know you have dam- damaged that balloon my apologies for that text message going off thought everything was on silent it's just, it's just a matter of how I think. I think once you cross over that line, I don't want to really be business partners with you anymore because therefore you have shown me and proven to me that your pleasure is more important than the business. Keep your, you know, your, your shit in your pants and just keep it strictly business because I don't care who you are, what you say, what credentials you have. Once you cross over that line of business into pleasure, the relationship 
takes on a whole different meaning. There's a whole different look when you look at each other. There's a whole different aura with each other. There's a whole bunch of bullshit that comes with that. There's accusations that come with that. There's all kinds of, of damage and lingering things that come out of mixing those two together. If you can handle mixing business with pleasure and still have a successful relationship with your business partner, then go you. High five. But at the end of the day, why risk uh, the biscuit. Why risk the biscuit? <laughs> Just drop the biscuit. Risk the bit. That's, I don't know. I think that's Eminem, right? No, Dr. Dre and Eminem song. Don't wait. Something, something, I forget. Anyway, so there's been a situation lately where I've heard that the um, code of ethics was crossed over. And I kind of was the middle person. I was the middle person between these two individuals, you know, where they were business partners and they were new and fresh into a business project that they were working on so they were still learning each other from a business you know perspective but then there was also one of them was in need of a maybe a hit it and quit it and they were looking at their business partner as that as that victim and so I was hearing both sides of the story I wasn't I was not involved at all I just I made that clear do not involve me at all I am hearing both sides of y'all's story and I am just you know middleman but, you know, I made sure to keep my paws, fingerprints out of this sticky situation. Because I knew exactly where this was heading. Sorry, I had to take a sip of water. Hold on. So, anyway. They, um... They were not exactly the best in business partner, either. Just from my perspective. And I'm not perfect, by far. There's no one perfect, people. Until that perfect person comes out of the world, then we can all make mistakes. So their business, their business structure was, in my opinion, a little on the hazy side. So on top of it, they wanted to throw in, or one of them wanted to throw in, you know, a little bit of pleasure. So the other partner, business partner, didn't want to because that person wanted to stick with the, the, the cardinal rules of don't mix business of pleasure and he even said look and it and I just said it he it was the female that wanted to pursue it more than the male you know those a little bit roles reversed the male actually was like no we can't mix these two together because it'll be weird things will change after you know it's done totally agree totally agree but the other person the female she is the type that I thought personally it wouldn't turn weird she would actually go against the odds and it was just a hit it and quit it and they would continue on with their business well it went on for a little while there of this back and forth that I would hear when one's alone with me the other one would talk about that situation vice versa and so one day apparently they had a moment where they were somewhere and they crossed the river and through the woods the grandmother's house we go and apparently the cardinal roll got broken and the deed happened where the business mixed with pleasure and to find out i wasn't exactly you know alerted that this information until i forcefully asked the female so um what's going on with that situation has anything occurred and I already knew the answer you know because just 
we just, you know, empaths know these things. And basically, her answer was that she wishes that she never even did that deed, crossed over that line, because she's still back at square one, where the situation wasn't even worth the effort from the get-go. And now, guess what happened? Now things are on the sticky icky. Now there isn't a barrier of business happening at all. And both of them are actually one's blocking the other. The other one is finding this comical because they had said from the beginning this was going to happen. And I'm just sitting back here like, Mm-mm-mm. I was not involved in this at all. And then you just decision making. This was all on your own. But I do want to know what happens. <laughs> it's like a told you so type of situation. And But I didn't involve my opinion because if you involve your opinion in these type of situations, then it's somehow some way these, they turn narcissistic and they twist it around and somehow you're involved and you, didn't, you had nothing to do with it, right? But you were just a bystander, guilty by association, I guess. So now... One, the female has blocked the male, and now the male is finding this like, oh no, sister, you went down this road. Um, you, you know, he, he made me cross, you know, business with pleasure. Now we're gonna go at this again. I'm like, what? You wanna, you wanna like hit and quit it again? Like, isn't damage already done here? I don't know what the thinking is in his head as far as the pursuant, but he can't get a hold of her anyway, cause. She blocked his ass. So now the moral of the story is that you, when you mix business with pleasure, now what happens to the business? Hmm. Did we forget about that? Were we thinking with the wrong head? I think we were. For real. So that is a perfect example of, and it's not, I don't really, I'm not even following up with what happens with their their business because it's not my place and I don't really want to get involved I got enough on my plate so you choose your battles and you just don't want to get involved in too much drama or situation in your life because at the end of the day it's exhausting and you just don't have time to deal with all that bullshit 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 it is just bullshit at the end of the day so the moral of the story is here people do not mix business with pleasure I don't care who you think you are who what superior mindset you think your head is on think with the one above your shoulders not with the one down yonder because it will end up sticky icky and you know what suffers at the end of the day um your dignity suffers and your um, orgasm suffers and your business suffers those are the things that suffer when you mix those two together and you know what? It keeps you on your toes when you don't mix those. When you don't cross that line, it keeps a firm statue going. It keeps a stamina going. It keeps a curiosity going, for sure. But then again, it doesn't cause any gray area, especially when you are a female and male, or if you are lesbonic and you're gay or whichever gender, whatever you associate with. It just keeps you both on your in your own lanes. It just is not good for your business. Oh my gosh, if I could just let everybody know that role. I mean, if you could just spread the love and let people know that mixing those two together is just not a good thing. I mean, I know that too from experience in the past. Actually, I don't know if I... Yeah, I did. I did. I did mix those two before. And it didn't turn out good in any way you look at it. So it was good for the short-term time being, but then it just went downhill from there. It went downtown Julie Brown real so and keep your business private if you're doing anything out there you know keep things private 
as much as you can ex- exploiting yourself in a manner where your credentials are on the line it is not good and be yourself just stop caring about what other people expect or what people think and just be yourself i'm so hungry right now i'm starving like that's so random of me let's <laughs> say i'm wasting away when i turn sideways you can barely see me i always tell people you don't get a body like this by working out speaking of working out i do have a program coming up where it's a weight loss program and i've got to i've got to be a part of the testimonial and um do it i'm kind of nervous to read the description they sent it to me and i haven't read it yet but i kind of went i schemed schemed i screamed what's the word i'm looking for i scammed through it no it scammed scheme i oh wait i just looked through the damn thing okay i looked through it and i just saw the word diet weight loss, weight loss. And i'm just kind of nervous mm-hmm. i don't know unless it's you know like i said in one of my other podcasts i'm like just give me a pill i'll just pop a pill if i can lose weight i just want to be able to sit here while i'm talking and just like lose weight just give me a pill i swear but we'll find out we'll see i mean maybe it's time i do change some things i mean i i'm a voucher for healthiness i guess <laughs> But I have some awesome guests coming up too. A lot of the, you know what? I will tell you this: a lot of people want to be guests on the podcast, and you are more than welcome to. You can contact me at wdsprunglive at gmail.com or on all the socials. I am back out of TikTok jail for once, and you can contact me on TikTok, Facebook. You could slide into my DMs. I like that slide into my DMs. You can slide into my DMs and let me know if you want to be a guest on the show. I am mobile. You don't have to be in my studio. You can if you want. You're more than welcome to. It's pretty cool in here. Um, it is actually pretty cool in here, I will say. But you are more than welcome to be a guest on the show. It takes about 30 minutes. I ask all the questions. You don't have to come up with anything. I talk a lot. If you can't tell, I'll kick a ramble off. Like, <laughs> I know when to stop, though. I'm like a light switch. And a lot of people that have always said that they want to be a guest on the show, I have asked them. I had a little bit of a list, believe it or not, and I followed up with them. I was organized. And I follow up. I'm like, hey, um, I, got a, I got a window here, you know, of opportunity. You want to be a guest on the show? And then all of a sudden, oh, I'm busy right now. Maybe next week. But, yeah, I'm totally still interested. Oh, oh, um, I can't right now. Maybe we can do it later. Chicken shit baller. Like, seriously, it's not that big of a deal, people, to come on a podcast. I mean, you really just have to talk. You just be yourself and talk. And people, you know, walk the walk. They're not, they're talking the talk. They're not walking the walk. You know who has come up to the plate, though, and has walked and talked and walked and talked their talk and talk has been my vaginas. My vaginas have come through and have been um, guests on the show. I do still have a lot of them in the, um, on the program. They've already been recorded. I just haven't had them matched up with their content yet to put them on um, a published status but I want to thank my vaginas for coming to the play and actually following through with what they said they would do and being you know putting their story out there and putting their vulnerability out there and there still is a lot more um, of them that are still interested in, in doing this and it's so out of their um, out of their what's the, I am not good with words today I'm not good with words any day I just good with swear words that's about it <laughs> it's out of their element to do something like this i'm the one in the group that is the attention whore you know i'm the one that is the camera whore all that stuff you know and it's i'm the one that spotlight 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 and they don't want to be that role and for them to come on my show and be 
a, a guest on the podcast. High five, high five. I'm so proud of them. They're coming out of their, their turtle shells and they are being a little extroverted for once. You know, it's, it's, it's refreshing. I feel like I'm inspiring them to come out a little bit and be a bit more vocal and they... You know, they're not exactly as loud as I am, but they're, we're getting their baby steps. Baby steps. You can't count your chickens before they're hatched. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, maybe it's just the microphone they're using is uh, not working, and that's what we blame it on. That's for sure. But this is a just a little moment. You know, one of those you know topics I just had to talk about situations that arise where the moral of the story is: don't bang your coworkers, don't bang your business partner. And don't bang, I don't know, I guess that's all of them, right? Those two? But, I mean, go bang, but just don't bang those two people. If that's any type of advice that I would stick behind that I give out, it would be that one for sure. I'm all about banging, you know, but just don't bang your, you know, your business partners. It's just, it's not a good, not good mojo. It's Debbie Dean's Spring live on the streaming podcast. So, I know. I was an opera singer before. I know you can't tell, right? I'll be back after a few. Air in a trial. I'ma throw that bitch up in a spiral, yeah. Up in a spiral. Yeah. Looking for a smile. All in denial, yeah. Up in a spiral, yeah. Hey, like what is love? Like pitting all my trust in this double cup. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. DDRL WD is reporting live on her podcast. This is what I want to tell everybody out there who basically 80, I would say 80% 80 of the world has this ADHD, attention deficit, hyperactive disorder. Maybe you're born with it. Maybe you're not. But maybe you are born with it because it seems like everybody is lately. And I especially am. Hey, Siri. How many people in the world have ADHD? We've estimated that 5% of the global population has ADHD, including cases not yet diagnosed. That's 5% of the world. Okay, so, hey Siri. How many individuals, what percentage have ADHD in America? It is estimated that between 2-5% of adults have ADHD. Alright, maybe, maybe my number was a little off. But still, it seems like 80%. In Debbie Island, we say 80%. But my ADHD is, I mean, let me tell you what it's like, people. If you don't really know what it's like, I was just working in the studio, podcast studio, and I was zenning, I was getting some shit done, organizing, I was getting my emails caught up, and then boom, I had a vagina explosion of the vaginas. They all seemed to show up at the same time, and didn't give me a memo, and they came in and ruined my my focus, my organization skills, and my zen, brought me into a world of their drama, which I totally took the exit button out of that, which I always do, and got them out back out the dope where they belong. And so from that point, you think one would go back to what they were doing and focusing on what they need to get done for their, their own goals for the day, like finish organizing their emails and everything. But nope, 
ADHD kicked in because um, one of the vaginas brought over a bunch of cleaning supplies and stuff out of her stockpile. She's one of those coupon hoarder hoarder ones, which is good. You know, this is a good coupon. When you got to have a coupon hoarder friend in your life because these bitches, they, they got stocks of the deodorant, toothpaste, the laundry detergent, the flooring stuff, the, I mean, Clorox, bleach, I mean, you name it. They got it. And it's the good stuff, too. It's not that cheap shit. And so they brought me over some. And, of course, I'm a total, total fanatic of the smell of pine salt and bleach. So after they left, what did I do? I started tearing apart my entire sectional couch and scrubbing and vacuuming and shot vacuuming it and cleaning it and then cleaning the floors. And then all of a sudden, I'm out back in my backyard gardening. I'm out back pulling weeds out of my garden and then I'm sweating my ass off and I am just like exhausted now and I think I have a headache and I'm thirsty. Oh wait, there's some water right next to me. Mm. Hydration is good for you. Mm-hmm. Lemon water. So now I'm back in the studio and I am back to square one where I originally was, but now I need to take a shower. Yes, I'm all sweaty right now. I'm doing a sweaty broadcast right now, and it's not sexy. I mean, it's not sexy at all. I'm starving still a little bit. I'm just, I just feel like my day is off its rocker now. I'm going to put a no vacancy sign on my front door. I live in a gated community as well, so it's even, that doesn't even stop them. It doesn't even stop them. I, I would have to live in a, like, I would say a gated community where I'm the only house in there and I have the only code to the gate and I can change it whenever I want because or I buzz him every time and it's gonna be one of those you know Fortnite freaking Fort Knox whatever <laughs> one of them type of bitches where they cannot climb the wall they can't jump over it I'll put I'll put the damn prison shit on the top of it the freaking needle stuff what's that called the barbed wire I would put that all around it just so I can selectively select who's allowed in. I mean, it's getting to that point. That's what ADHD, if you are not focused and you have distractions all around you, I literally made a closet, one of my um, closets in my master bedroom. I have two of them. You walk on the left, you know, it's supposed to be like girls on the left or guys on the right type of closet. And so I'm single, smart, choose to be single. I'm content being single and I'm smart to be single. Thank you very much. Um, but I like making new friends and new contacts and colleagues all the time. So the closets, the walk-in closets, I had to, one of them, I turned into a office. No joke. I did. I actually put, laid down engineered wood flooring in there. I have, I have a flooring background. I am a flooring nerd. I, I literally love like the flooring world and, you know, remodeling kitchen cabinets and tile and all that stuff it's it's just something I never thought I would be a part of but I got into it and I I made I made some good money in that in that industry and I still kind of dample with it you know I'm doing my own floors epoxy throughout the house epoxy resin it's taken me a minute um to finish it because the high traffic areas that I need to get done are high traffic areas and they seem to keep getting ruined by idiots to keep coming over when I tell them not to come over because there is wet epoxy that needs to dry with I mean you need like a good 48 72 hours just to let be safe enough just to like, like I don't know you could just like tippy toe on it and these morons would come over and 
I don't even want to talk about it. It's going to give me more migraine. So I made an office <laughs> in the one closet, walk-in closet, and it actually turned out pretty badass. I put lights in it from the ceiling. It, I was able to put, you, I mean, you can really take a small space and turn turn it into something you know, that doesn't look like a small space would fit into. I had a desk in there. I had a printer in there. I had my laptop, lap, multiple laptops set up. I had an eBay thing going on in there in the corner. I had shit hanging all from the walls at reminders. I was really organized. It was small. Don't get me wrong. It was small, but it fit me. And I was able to shut the door and be in the closet. Yes, I came out of the closet many times, but I needed to do that with my attention span because my attention span is so much more than that stupid squirrel saying squirrel. I mean, I don't even know. I didn't even know what that meant for a long time. I think I just figured out what that meant last year. I still kind of like confused about that, but I am distracted by more than squirrels. I am distracted by a ceiling fan. I'm distracted by a tree moving. I'm distracted by my own ideas. So I have to seclude myself in an area where nobody can bother bother me and I can't see any windows and I can't, I just can't be in contact with the world. And I was able to get a lot of shit done that way. I don't know why I converted that closet office out of there. Probably because my clothes were overflowing in the other walk-in closet and I just got sick of it. And so I took one of the spare bedrooms and converted that into my podcast studio which seems a little cluttered at the moment myself. I need things to be more simplified. But I have, I'm a firm, inspirational reading person. I like to have um, the, what's it, words? I am horrible with words. <laughs> I just said I need words, but I'm horrible with words. I need to have words of affirmation, but that's not just my love sign. I'm all the love signs, I think. I don't know. I don't, I don't know all the rules for that one right now. I don't feel like digging up that one. We'll say that for Valentine's Day. But I do like to have graffiti type of work on my walls in my office so that my studio so that it is inspirational to me. It does keep me motivated and focused and it does keep me on track. It's like your vision chart. You need to have a vision chart, something that you stare your three goals, three goals every year that you have that you stare at, at like when you're brushing your teeth, hang it in your mirror in your bathroom so that you stare at it all the time. With cut out a picture out of magazines as well as what's showing the actual say you want a Bugatti or you want an Aston Martin like I want the $800,000 Aston Martin. I put that bitch you know, a vision chart, and uh, you know, uh, you keep staring at it and brushing teeth, staring at it, and every single day it manifests. Those things do manifest. I mean, I will tell you the truth, it, it, it does happen. If you speak into existence and you manifest things into existence, they do happen. You just got to stay consistent. Consistency is always the key, and silence is always your best weapon. It's true. When I, and I'll get into this whole why I was, you know, incarcerated and all this stuff in another note, but I, um, I was fighting charges in a county that was horrible, horrible county. I mean, I didn't know anyone. It was far away from Tampa. It was just a county that just Amish. Might as well just call it Amish. It was, it's known as like one of the worst counties. Well, I'm fighting charges in there of Grand Theft Auto for a charge that, you know, I didn't it just, I'll just get into it later. It was not what it seems to be. And I refused to take that, those charges. So I sat and I probably, I did almost seven months in there fighting these charges. And in that seven months, 
I took a notebook. I made a journal every single day of what my experience was, what the day entailed, what happened, everything. And then from that point, someone knocking on my door? That's where I'm hearing things now. I don't know. I'll pretend I didn't hear that. It did sound like someone was knocking on my door. Who cares? See what I mean? They're another distraction. So anyway, I kept a journal of everything that happened to me, how I felt, what I did, what happened around me, my like my my whole my whole journey, and I still have it, and I will totally turn it into a book one of these days. It's it's on the high list, high top ten in my bucket list. I'm not a, I'm not ashamed to talk about the story. I'm not you know. I'm not ashamed to talk about it at all. I will I will openly talk about the story. I am built from every mistake I've made. And, you know, going through that process made me who I am now. It taught me a lot of valuable lessons, believe it or not, internally into my own soul that I needed to do. So that nobody else could have taught me besides going through that experience. So on top of that, I had I this is before I even knew about manifestation and this is before I even knew about this is over 10 years ago people by the way and this was something I didn't know to even think about but I came up with it myself I I remember looking at a newspaper because there was no televisions there was no radios there was no nothing it was literally like hell so you could just have a little pencil and some paper to draw and that's about it you and you got a newspaper one newspaper amongst the whole pod so I saw a Michael Kors watch in the ad of one of the um, from the magazine or from the um, newspaper and I remember cutting that out and I glued it and using glue I meant you had to use like toothpaste to glue stuff on I said to myself while I was in there I remember saying this Debbie when you get the hell up out of this bitch we're gonna get this watch I want that watch well when I was released out of there not only was I released um at like midnight somewhere around there and, and two hours away from you know Tampa I was also informed as soon as they said that I was ready free to go you know they said, oh, wait, hold on. You have a warrant out in another county. I was like, what are you talking about? I have a warrant issued for me for in another county after I just got released after doing almost seven months in this pla- in this hellhole. So needless to say, I don't know how it happened, but I didn't have to, I wasn't rearrested or nothing. I just had to go to court the next morning and handle that situation, which I did. And, the, and you know, dealt with that. Like I said, well, I'll go more depth about this all that whole story another day but I while I was in there I actually re-enrolled in college to get my to finish um, my degrees and on top of that I made money while I was in there too I had four thousand eight hundred and some dollars waiting for me in a bank when I got out of that place and I already had money in my pocket and guess what the first thing I did um after I changed my clothes obviously and that and it was the next day and after court I went to the mall at Macy's and I bought myself that damn watch that I had on my little note, journal notebook for the whole time that I was in there. And I proudly wore that watch because internally to me, that was a self-accomplishment that I told myself that I would achieve once I got myself through this this port, this gray area. And it did. I manifested that watch. I looked at it every single day on my 
journal book. I would, you know, obviously those on the cover. And it worked. It manifested. And that was the first thing I did when I got out of there. And it wasn't because it was on my journal. It was just something that I rewarded myself with for going through what I went through and believing in myself and believing in what was my constitutional rights to get myself through something on my own. I mean, it was it was rough, people. It was not easy. But that journal is definitely going to be something that is, is to read. It's the inside scoop of exactly what goes on inside of a hellhole jail and exactly what you you feel what you experience what you see what you're given how you're treated all of that stuff so um yeah i haven't i haven't had this silver spoon life that everybody just assumes me i mean i i can be a bitch i can be an asshole i can be and i am a nice person generally i'm a positive person generally but i mean everybody has different sides to them everybody has different hidden agendas everybody has another side many some have multiple sides to them that they just don't show behind, you know, they keep behind closed doors. I came to a point in my life that I want to show those closed doors and open them and let my journey and my story be told. And hopefully it inspires others to be more driven and more alive with their personality and bring it out to the table. Stop being afraid and hiding behind these doors, you know, open them. Who gives a shit, you know, just be yourself and embrace it and run with it because if you don't you're not living life you're not living who you should be and why are you holding back because of someone else's derogatory comments to you or because someone else said they don't believe in you who cares I believe in you and if you need me to say that to you every day I will I may forget sometimes but I put it on my reminder and I will tell you that I believe in you every day if that's what it takes for some just to change someone just one person out there that needs that and if you are listening for the first time, you will, and you are that person that needs to hear it, send me an email, slide into the DMs, Debbie Diaz, reporting live at gmail.com and, or on the socials, and I will. And I, and I pretty much stick to my word. I do admit I am forgetful sometimes. I got a little bit of that, you know, short-term memory going on sometimes. But, you know, I will admit it and I will admit my faults, but that was deep. That was so deep it put her ass to sleep. <laughs> Woke her up around one. She didn't hesitate to call Double D Top Gun. Anyway, off the subject. So, peeps, listen, um, I want to say thank you for tuning in and thank you for being a awesome, 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 awesome listener. And please spread the love, spread the word. Please get the numbers up. I'm I'm growing very, 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 very fast and rapidly with the podcast family out there. And I feel really good about it. It's really making me feel that my my embracing myself and my just being me on this is just changing or helping others change or maybe just entertaining you i mean all of that all the above is making me feel like a whole better person inside and out and i want to thank you for that so in closing i want to say thank you for watching watching actually we'll be watching it soon i will be broadcasting myself my mug all over um besides a mug shot just kidding I will be I will be doing live broadcasts um, via video as well as audio and um, so you can see what goes on behind the scenes and how it looks over yonder and get to know me ask me any questions I have no problem I love when people contact me and if I don't respond right away I will I do read all my messages 
So don't be all butthurt if I don't respond right away. I will, peeps. I will, peeps. I promise. I love my peeps. And I love my fans. I love my followers. Everybody. I love my boys. Everybody. I hope everybody has a great rest of your day. And I will talk to you manana. Peace out, bitches.